How's it going, everybody? Thanks for joining ECH Post Game Live, presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. And what a fun post game live this is going to be. And not just because it's presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall, uh, but just because the Kraken won 5 2, five unanswered goals for the Kraken in this one. I mean, if you can remember back that far, everybody, we were down 0 2 to start this game, and things were like, oh no, this is uh this is this could turn into a Kraken game. But then it turned into a new school Kraken game, and that being one in which they can come back score five goals look fantastic power play looked good pk looked incredible in this one i mean just so many good things rj it was it was a ball to watch absolutely all around fun game to watch uh they go down early face a little bit of adversity but really they were the better team overall i think for pretty much the full 60 minutes canucks were opportunistic early but the kraken poured it on late and man defending the lead the way that they did allowing one shot on goal over a 21 minute stretch yeah. uh, while up by two goals. Absolutely huge. And, and just got to love this game. Yeah. And they did it the right way. 48% face off win percentage. They did Keeping it. it just they, under did it the 50. they did all in this one is what I'm saying. And then also I want to give a quick shout out to all the awesome patrons watching the game live with us doing the live game commentary for this one. We had a fantastic time, whether it was everybody feeding my mom's ego or us talking about how I literally feed myself. It was a ton of fun. Everybody who knows, knows. Uh, Sergeant Pickles <laughs> kicking off the chat uh, for this one with the studs and duds. Duds starting us off here. Starting to go fund me to repair their goal horn. Uh, oh, I didn't have volume on because we were doing live game commentary. Is it really that bad? Yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't hear it. Oh. No, I didn't know. I can listen uh, to highlights. Dunder not bearing the breakaway out of the box made my heart hurt. I'm mad that I really like Pedersen's goal. Uh, that was a that was a sweet like sequence there for for the Canucks, and that's why I was also like worried at the beginning there. RJ I was just like, oh no, the Kraken gonna do this. <laughs> Right, especially Pedersen. He's one of the Canucks that consistently finds ways to be dangerous against the Kraken. And that was a sweet play. I mean, that's nothing wrong with acknowledging that. Um, but yeah, the, the done breakaway out of the box too. It bounced perfectly to him. You obviously wanted to bury that, but uh, you know, it didn't matter. Yep. Studs, Borgen serving up some big willy bombs. I mean, that fight was incredible. The takedown, maybe using some of his judo in that. We, Oh my gosh, it was still it was so good. I could watch that highlight forever. Daddy Ebbs put the Knicks on uh, Naughty Step and then Turbo Time Shorty Baby. Bonus Garland hitting the post made my night. Yeah, I mean, the the Tanov one is the one I want to focus on because that ties the game for the crack and shorthanded goal. And it was, I mean, it was just one of those moments where it was just like, this is Brandon Tanev. He comes in, it's a late season, like game time goal after you're down 0-2, kick off the scoring in the second period. Like that is just Brandon Tanev to me. Yeah, exactly. That goal is all of what Brandon Tanev is about. I, I like, again, watching the eyes too. I mean, it's a little bit of the photo eyes, but he's got his head up, you know, staring down a spot, trying to pick his spot and it's perfectly placed. And of course, giving it to the away crowd a little yes. bit too after that goal. Gotta love that from Turbo. Oh, definitely, definitely. It was it was all so so good. Every everything about it was just absolutely fantastic. Got a couple super chats here. First one from Schultz. We all know uh Bjorky celebrated crack and trade. Um yeah, it was a, obviously celebrate uh what am I saying? Uh Bjorkstrand, not there. There you go. Okay, there we go. Uh not there, obviously expecting the expecting the kid. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the Kraken, it was a good one. They gave him a, a good win. Got to think, yeah, he's celebrating a couple things tonight. 
Exactly. Yeah. Lots to celebrate for him. Congrats to him. And yeah, we were a little worried because we weren't sure at the start of the game what it was all about. But uh, John Forslund filled us in and uh, good thing it's good news. Yeah. Afra, like, what are you doing? This is why I was so tongue tied. Like, <laughs> She's just here. It's like, hi. Yeah. Um, Duthin also with the super chat. Shout out for our special teams. Great time of the year for them to gel. Definitely. I mean, that's a big part of how the Kraken are playing here. I like the fact that you're getting to face teams like Arizona, like a Vancouver. They give you a little bit more time and space. Kraken can kind of get on the same page together, grow some chemistry, and then build some confidence for the games that you're going to have to be playing against, say, a Vegas or whatever team you're going to have to face off against in the playoffs in a couple weeks. And and finding some new wrinkles on the power play too, getting creative. I mean, we kind of given up on that after a little while. Like, look, they're not going to add a whole lot to the power play, but it seems like they're adding some different plays in here, uh, which is great to see even this late in the year. And maybe you can throw yeah. some things at teams in the playoffs they haven't seen already. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's just it's the power play is so so good. Uh, I'll. I'll like i just don't even know what happened it's like a completely different power play rj uh all i could think is like the one practice like last week like was was it, it was, that was the fix but really it was after that because i talked about it in that king's game i thought the power play really struggled but it really since that king's game last saturday power play's been totally new look and and they've been getting a goal a game it's fantastic yeah definitely um <laughs> did you get the super chat from dj singletone uh no oh right yeah. above schultz oh apologies dj singleton always here for the vancouver downfall yeah i mean they they lead the league in the blown two plus goal leads another one tonight i mean i just i don't even know how they do it rj like they just they just don't got it's it uncanny with multiple coaches too i thought this might be a thing of the past with Tockett coming in but no this very much looked like one of their blown leads from earlier this season Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Sergeant Pickles with a super chat here. Got to call it an early night, everyone, but a win over a rival always helps me sleep well. Cheers, and we can now go streaking. That is definitely Through right. Through the quad. Take yep, take care, Sergeant Pickles. Uh, thanks for the super chat. Hope you have a good night. Hope you sleep well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this it was just so much positive stuff in this one. Hi, I see you. I do. Uh, TBK, <laughs> first, first win in Vancouver. Hell, yeah. Also, magic number is now two if we own tiebreaker and three outright. Yeah, so Thursday becomes potential clinch night now for us. Yep. Uh, the National a win in any fashion yep. for the Kraken would clinch a playoff spot because yep. the Kraken do own the tiebreaker. Right. The Nashville win tonight meant that tomorrow it can't be the day. Uh, but yes, Thursday now becomes becomes the day for us. And uh, yeah, it's I mean, just more reasons to watch that next Arizona game. Yeah. As if last night didn't leave us with enough uh, potential storylines going into it. Uh, yeah. And you know, I'd yeah, rather have it that way. I want it on a game day. I don't want it to be on an off yeah. day from a loss from some other team. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, the super chat from absurdly saying get afra some treats here uh, oh <laughs> yes. it worked afra your your plan worked here let's <laughs> get you in frame there you go come on you can get those come on i know you can um let's see here <laughs> yeah uh tammy afra heard super chat have some treats on me dog squad there you go tammy's got you too afra there you go um Oh, you all see, take such I... good care of her. This is great. <laughs> I know you really do spoil my dog. Uh, Habak, five <laughs> unanswered goals. The Canucks uh, pooped their pants. This team is so fun. Really is. I mean, it was. This was exactly what they needed. These games against uh, a team like an Arizona, and then a team uh, like this Vancouver team, where you can go down and and again build confidence for if you're playing from behind, RJ. Like these are this is a big deal stuff for the Kraken. 
For sure. I mean, it felt like that game against L.A. was almost like warming up with a weighted bat, you know, just getting the muscles ready. And all of a sudden you play against an Arizona, you play against a Vancouver, but you keep that really solid game, you know, defensively. And then all of a sudden you can break out a little bit more offensively. I think we're seeing that with the Kraken right now. Definitely. Kraken Hawk, we're 2-0 and last two games against the Canucks. It's time to build a winning record against them from now on. And you know what? Based on kind of the direction of both teams, I think that's that's in the cards. Like that's what's going to happen here. Oh yeah. Um, I can definitely see that. We got uh, another super chat from DJ Singletone. Uh, thank you there. I, I got it. Um, also yeah. Bjorkstrand dad strength time. That's right. The Kraken have had some pretty good luck with the dad strength earlier this season with, uh, with Martin Jones and Jordan Everly. I think it might be Bjork Saren's turn. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, empty net, Maddie, give me all those points. Maddie with the late empty net or cherry on top from Sergeant Pickles and Coop there. Yeah. I mean that, that what an incredible goal. Like, like there was a lot of goals in this one, the tan of one that what a snipe over the shoulder, shorthanded, all that kind of stuff. Right. Like that was a really sick goal, but Maddie Beniers just turn and shoot from like 175 feet away. <laughs> it was like, Impressive incredible. Stuff. it was so good. And we were talking about it too. Like, who do we want for the empty net? And like chat had lots of good options in that live game commentary, but Maddie was the one that we all kind of were starting to go with. And uh, sure enough, it, it ended up being Maddie. That was, that was really, really cool. Um, not going to lie. They had me worried in the first, but crack and prevail back-to-back wins, baby. And 22 from Maddie. Definitely. Lindsay it was really, really good. Can anyone confirm? Was that empty net goal and no look by Maddie from TBK? It's possible given how fast he was spinning that you're kind of sending it before you get your head up. I don't know. We're yeah. And, to... and down two especially you, you feel better about icing the puck. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tammy, was it just me or was the audio about half a second ahead of the video lull? I'd hear goal, then I'd see it. So that's actually a broadcasting trick that they do on purpose is that they will have the audio sometimes, uh, kind of they'll delay the video so that the, what, what Forsland or really whoever the play-by-play is, is, is more in sync with the video. Cause obviously they have to wait to see what's happening, then process it, say what's happening and then get it out to you. And if they did that live, it would be like a weird delay versus what you're seeing. Uh, so they actually do delay it on purpose, the broadcast, but it sounds like maybe they delayed it a little bit too much on this one. Um, Becca with the super chat. Thank you very much. Dundertaker changed the momentum when we really needed it. Vince done. I mean, just all season long, RJ. It's just, it's yeah, Vince done. It's just clicked for him this year, and he's been on a roll this whole time. Good news is that it shows no sign of slowing down. I, I don't think we're we're seeing any kind of uh, you know any kind of decline from him as we head into the playoffs, which is just great to see. And yeah, I mean he's changed the momentum in so many different games this year, um, and yeah, did it again in this one. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for the super chat there, Becca. Light with the super chat. Maddie is now rookie goal leader again. The no quit on this team is deadly and can stop anyone when they're mad. Yeah, so I got, I mean, rookie point leader, rookie goal leader, Maddie Beniers. We were talking about the live game commentary. Just give him the call there now. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's just, it is the no quit. And this is something that we've been talking about in these post-game lives going back to, I believe, the second week of the season was just it, it felt like this team was going to be one of those teams where no matter what the goal deficit was, they were going to go out there and they were going to still think they had a chance to win. They can come back. if they, You know what I mean? Like they just have that mentality. And you see it again tonight as they pick up two points and put themselves in a spot where they can clinch with their next game. Right. And we even saw it at the end of last season, too. That team just had no quit in them. They finally have the talent to match that, though, where it actually matters. You know, you can do something about it uh, and kind of score your way out of an early 2 nothing hole. It's great to see it all come together.
Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, from Schultz here, uh, interesting game plan by the Kraken. Practice coming back from a two-goal deficit and extensive in-game practice with extra Canucks attacker. It's funny, we were talking about this being like a practice game in a weird way. Uh, a lot during the live game commentary, different scenarios, just like those, dealing with the extra man and the empty. In the empty net, excuse me. Uh, stuff like you know, trying to stick out on the on the PK, some defensemen that maybe need a little help learning how to clear the puck. <laughs> Talked about that, but yeah, this is it's kind of an interesting setup for the Kraken here before the playoffs, getting to play some uh, some teams that aren't you know the best. RJ. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's one step up above actual practice. You know, it's uh, well, Coyotes anyway. But <laughs> they'll play next. But yeah, it's it's nice to have. Yep, James. Maddie Line looked absolutely dominant that game. Hardly even remember the, the Vancouver in our zone much when they were on the ice. I said the same thing too, like two shifts in. I was like, wow, this Maddie Line tonight is going to be something. I was really happy when Eberly was finally able to get a goal from it too later on. Yeah, it felt like the Eberly goal was a long time coming, really, because they were dominant for so long in that game before it. Uh, but then they get the goal in in a very workmanlike way, too. Matty Beniers, hard in on the forecheck. You've got that board yeah. battle. He and Jared McCann help uh, fish it out of there. And then Eberly coming in from a bad angle, and then the skill starts to take over. Um, but good to see them get rewarded after such a good game that they had. Oh, you muted? I can't hear you. Yep. Uh, playoff light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, definitely. I mean, we were so close there, Michael. I know. Like, oh, it's so close. Cameron Mariners and Kraken taking huge W's tonight. They'll love to see it. I see what you did there, Cameron. I love it. Uh, Coop, just FYI, I missed the beginning and turned it on down to nothing and saw five unanswered goals. So not saying I deserve all of the credit, but I'm also not not saying that. All right. Yeah, everybody give Coop the credit for this one then. Came in at the right time. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, did Daniel Sprong single-handedly fix our power play? The better he looks, the harder it is for me to make peace with him. Maybe not being on the team next year. True. I mean, Sprong has looked really good on that power play unit, and this is four games in a row with a power play goal for the Kraken, and Daniel Sprong is factored in, I believe, every single one of those, at least three of them. Um, I, I don't know, like points good. wise, because he, he didn't get it. The other one was unassisted, the Bjorkstrand one. But that was right off a of Daniel Sprong shot a couple games ago. So he's been a big part of the power plays resurgence recently. And um, when he's confident like this, too, and he's a threat to shoot mm -hmm. from anywhere and, and to be dangerous, it draws people to him. And we saw him get the assists on goals last game. There's there's just lots of ways that he can hurt you. And yeah, I mean, it, it would be tough to lose him. I don't know who you put there to replace him if you had to. I know it's 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 definitely tough. James, also nice to see Maddie score a goal in his first game back against them since the hit. And also the fact that there wasn't any revenge hits by the Kraken was good. We have work to do. Yeah, I mean, we started off the live game commentary basically asking the question of like, are we going to see this? Are we going to see somebody fight Tyler Myers? And the answer was no, we, we didn't. And really, the Kraken didn't need to. Yeah, exactly. As Haxtell said before the game, you know, nothing is forgotten, but we have priorities. And the priority was clearly just mm -hmm. taking care of business, winning this game and getting out of there with the two points. And I think that sends a big as, uh, as big of a message as anything could. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Tammy, great seeing 13 finish a breakaway. Yep, with a goalie in, with the goalie in, no less. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Jules, yeah, I was able to watch the end of the game as I got off the train safely back home in LA. Glad to hear it, Jules. Hope you enjoyed the trip. Um, Cameron, so if we win Thursday, do we clinch a playoff spot? Anyone know? Yes, we do. 
Yes, we do. Yes, awesome. a win of any any kind will do it. And I think they can still clinch even if they lose. Um, a, a Nashville loss in regulation would also would also get you that. And then Calgary would would have to lose one of these next two that they play um, tomorrow and the next day. Yeah. Or no, it's uh yeah, yeah. Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. Jake, that shorthanded back check from Matt. Maddie was so good. Future Selkie winner. I mean, you want to talk about that first RJ? Yes. I absolutely love that play. I mean, Maddie Beneers, I think JT Miller had you know, six, seven steps on him. Uh, but the hustle, the effort level from Maddie Beneers, he didn't give up on it. He got the stick out there and really denied Miller any kind of real chance on that. I mean, his motor is just incredible. Uh, Maddie Beneers, all 200 feet, the, the skating, the back checking. You always have to be looking over your shoulder, too. If he is on the ice, you can never break away clean. Oh, no, you can't. And, you know, you talk about Selkie, right, with the, with the defense. Lady Bing, only the two Pims all season. He's drawn a lot of penalties, including another one tonight because of that motor uh, and, and his skill and effort level and all that good stuff. Uh, and then on top of that, the call is like it's going to be he's got he better have like a place in there in him and Borgen's pad for all the trophies he's going to be collecting here. Oh, yeah. In the in the future. Kyle, is this the first time we didn't play down to the Canucks, ignoring the first 18 minutes? <laughs> yeah, Ooh, I guess you know what? If you throw I think that out. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I've got to agree with that. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Um, let's see. Preemptively hit the like, everybody. Appreciate that, Sergeant Pickles. Uh, Gregory, Lemon Lime, Gatorade time, baby. Five unanswered goals. One more win, and we are in. Oh, because of the live game commentary, I don't have the Gatorade with me. I'm sorry, Gregory. I got Tums. So, so I count. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to chug those. <laughs> no, no, probably not. Although we did learn tonight, everybody. Tums, if you're if you're dealing with muscle cramp, Tums help. We'd learned yep, that. That's why they got him on the bench. Yep. Uh, that and for the coaches, I still think. <laughs> uh insane amount of five plus goal games i've lost count from michael that is going to be a big one like there's a lots of ideas i have rj for whenever the season's over to kind of go back through and look at the two seasons uh last year and this year and, and kind of just try to put it in the in you know either number form or with graphs or somehow show the insane amount of improvement but that is going to be one of them like whatever whatever number it is you want to pick i mean even like seven goal games this year it's got to be like crazy uh amount more than last year but yeah the five goal games it is it has been too many to count and keep, kind of keep track of yeah definitely i'm trying to like quickly count it here it's it's too much for me to do this right now yeah, it is uh comeback win from stratic yet somehow against the canucks comebacks feel a little less special though very slightly i was gonna say you know what maybe for other teams that that would be the case but for us with them being the regional rival given how long it took us to beat them in the first place I don't think so. I think I think yeah. it still counts fully. I agree. And okay, I did count it up really quick. 22 five-goal games. Actually, that's not counting tonight. So 23 five-goal games for the Kraken. You know how many they had last season? Uh, that's easier to count. Six. I was going to say five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Everybody, tinfoil hat time. Coincidence, number of five-plus goal games number of daniel sprong assists on the year 23 interesting 
bring that up to Hackstall when they come back to town, RJ. I, I dare you. Triple dog dare you. Uh, I'll, I'll wear my tinfoil hat during the presser. Just just pull it out of your backpack and hand it yeah, to him before you ask him then, the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about the PK tonight? What a job and a turbo shorty to boot from Nathan. Yeah, so PK, obviously phenomenal. You see that 0 for 5 for the Canucks. That that tells you part of the story, but part of it is also the Brandon Tanev goal. Part of it is also like, you know, one of those was the four minute double minor on Wenberg. I mean, who would have thought coming into this game, Wenberg was going to have six penalty minutes and high sticking calls? Probably not anybody, uh, but that's the no. way that's the way the night went, unfortunately. But but for the Kraken, I mean, even that 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 um, four minute power play for the Canucks, I don't think they got a shot on goal. Like, like the show, oh, it was incredible. It was in that stretch where they'd only allowed one in the 21 minutes. I great penalty killing. They, they couldn't get a whole lot going. I think maybe they had their one shot on goal at, during, oh, during that, stretch, that time. Still, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still great, great penalty killing. Yeah. The, the, the PK is so fantastic. And again, we've talked about it on these post games, everybody. This is the thing like national people need to start paying attention. Like the special teams issue at the Kraken is not the penalty kill anymore. That was last calendar year. It's been good for a while now. And tonight was another great example of that. Uh, let's see. Bach, I got scared when we were down. Oh, two, but I forgot we were facing the Canucks who hate themselves. <laughs> it's true. They hate those two goal leads more than anybody. Um, special teams heating up just at the right time from Jake there. Absolutely. The Borgatron beats bear from Edward. Definitely. Oh, it's so good. RJ is so good. Um, such a dominant defensive game today as well from TBK. Yes. I mean, that goes back to the game against the Kings kind of follows through with the game against the, the Yotes. And then again, tonight, RJ, the Kraken feels like they've really figured out the neutral zone defense and that they've figured out kind of how and what they want their forwards doing in the defensive zone. That to me is like the biggest difference with the Kraken so far since the, the calendar has turned over to April. Yeah, definitely. I think, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. No worries. I'll sing my song for Joshua here for the ECH dance party. Um, do, do, do Adam Larson, do, do, do best defenseman. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Adam Larson. No, that's that's great. So it was been stuck in my head all day. I, I'm telling you, it's, it's all so day. good. It's catchy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot what you had said before. Cracking, cracking forwards in the defensive zone and then kind of having like a really solid strategy and way of working with each other. I mean, it just looks so different since since the month of April has started. Yeah, it has. I mean, you look at the way that they kind of communicate with each other where everyone is in the D zone. It feels different. I think it's um, really been obvious on that uh, on the Wenberg geeky Schwartz line, too, when you have all three of those guys that um, are so good defensively. And we noticed that a few times during the game uh, where you always had guys in good position. And when you have those three, especially on a line, it's like a shutdown line. Someone's always there to intercept a pass, to put pressure on the puck, to do everything you want the forwards doing to support their D. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's been great. Casey Mariners and Kraken both win tonight. This is what I like for sure. Uh Nathan talking about that Maddie coming back on the breakaway. That's some juicy Calder material right there. That's what I said. I said we need to all make like a like a YouTube highlight hype video to send off like a like a high school football player. You know what I mean? Um let's see. Uh where's I gosh? Uh my god, our PK was elite tonight, definitely. Uh 
Thursday will be clinch night for sure. That four-minute PK was beautiful from Milo. It was. Afro knows that wind brings treats. That is, that is true, Jake. Absurdly saying, Dylan, do the math on Bjorky being traded to the Kraken and why he was gone from the game tonight. Yes, I know. I saw all this everybody down here. I get it now. I get it. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. You absurdly saying, you know, I was just live for like three hours. Come on. That's, that's where my head's at. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, but yes, good for them. I'm definitely happy for them. Uh, because wasn't wasn't he informed that he was traded when he was on vacation a, in, in yeah, South on his Africa honeymoon. with his yeah on his honeymoon? On his honeymoon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's that's where it is. Uh, <laughs> apparently that was nine-ish months ago. <laughs> um let's see here. Uh so yeah, Schultz thinking, yes, the, the super chat makes more sense now. Apologies there. <laughs> the beginning <laughs> um blackhawks completed the season sweep over calgary yeah uh, calgary i don't know what they were doing tonight but you get beat by the blackhawks apparently get like that's got to be like the only season sweep the blackhawks are going to have all season it, it must be right <laughs> I, I can't think of more than beat another team every game uh, maybe one eastern conference team or something yeah joey's watching the avalanche game yeah i mean avalanche somehow that game's going to overtime rj 3-3 with the with the sharks what what we said wasn't going to happen has happened the sharks this season will always always find a way to lose in overtime and pick up that point but still not win the game yeah it's uncanny i don't know how they've managed that they absolutely love it. But yeah, I mean, that's a big deal because, you know, obviously if Colorado wins that, they then tie the rest of those teams in the central there, uh, but they'll have a game in hand. I don't know about the specific tiebreakers yet, but obviously having that game in hand is a big deal, especially as it looks like the Kraken are going to have to end up into that central so, division bracket. Yeah. So tiebreaker wise, it's kind of close. You've got Dallas with the regulation wins because that's the first mm -hmm. tiebreaker. Dallas with 35 uh, right now. Um, and then uh, next is Minnesota and Colorado tied with 32. So the fact that the uh, abs will not win in regulation uh, could play oh, a role man, in yeah. this. I got to look at the, uh, the ROWs to see who has the tiebreaker in that situation. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's still relevant though. The, uh, the regulation wins and whatnot. So the abs do have the ROW tiebreaker uh, with mm -hmm. up two over the wild 37 to 39. So it's a number of the wild could potentially make up, but uh, yeah. you know, unlikely with so few games left, especially if yep. Colorado finds a way to win in overtime versus a shootout tonight. Sorry. I get excited yeah. about these. No, scenarios. no, it's all good. No, I'm all, I'm <laughs> totally good with it. Uh, Edward shorthanded power play empty net. Was there any kind of goal? The Kraken didn't score. I guess a penalty shot. Like <laughs> That's a, yep. that's about penalty it. Shot was the, was the one missing. I think. Yes, from the uh, the Mario Lemieux hat trick. That was the one that was that was missing. Mm -hmm. um, Daniel, so empty net end of game goals don't count as shorthanded. No, they don't. And I don't know if it's specifically because it's technically like like same. It's the same amount of players. Yeah, teams. it's, it's yeah. not a not a penalty situation. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. All aboard the hundred point train. I know we're close, RJ. We're close. Got to go close. three and two. Got three Daniel's and two out. Three and, three and two that we can that do is it. so doable three and do two it. they could two do those that. games against the coyotes like we can do this <laughs> yes <laughs> oh for sure for sure um daniel sucks that our clinch night is an espn plus game oh mm. really we just had like two of those right. how backloaded were all of our nationally broadcast games
A very uh, is the answer. And also, yes. an unfortunate part of that, too, is that it starts 7.30. It's a 7.30 p.m. start time, yeah. which we, we love, of course. Yes, and I'm sure everybody on the East Coast really loves. Um, fourth time Kraken have come back from down two this season, only two last year. So it's nice 100% gains on that, uh, that stat. Uh, hopefully I did that <laughs> math right. I'm trying to overcompensate now. Yep. <laughs> um. Scott, the root stream is so annoying. The audio advance is not needed. Forslund is that good. And the caravans seem like they've never shot a hockey game before. Whipping left and right a lot. Um, it's interesting because I you know, watched a ton of the CHL games, RJ, getting the, the mm-hmm. scouting stuff and then also for the prospect chats on Patreon. And it is interesting, the difference in like camera, cameramen, camera people. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's immense between the nhl and the chl like if you think any nhl broadcast is bad or go watch a chl game it's too zoomed in so they have to always be moving like it's impossible to read jersey numbers because the camera is always doing this in the zone even oh my gosh it's, it's one it's step really above rough. live barn it's, it's totally <laughs> two on oh for the sharks in overtime here oh and they do not score on it georgia with the save yeah all right of course um striatic excited for probable crack in playoffs but also just generally excited for playoffs especially first round there's going to be so much good hockey as there is every year i mean playoff time is the most magical time of year if you are a kraken fan forget the holiday season it is playoff time oh yeah for sure there is nothing like the nhl playoffs and dylan i have been looking forward to our next episode of the deep dive podcast where we kind of go over we'll go over for everybody who's maybe newer to playoff hockey um and even those you know who kind of want to reminisce a little bit not you know think about what we're about to get into the first round of the playoffs there is nothing like it um and the game just changes it's it's unmatched in all of sports I know. I've been looking forward to that deep dive too because you're so excited. I get to have it off. So you're just yep, exactly. talk the whole time. I just get that. Like, RJ, go ahead. Talk about yeah, your next thing. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good one for sure. Uh, and All then right. also a reminder the one we dropped, you know, just what? A couple days ago. Oh, Nathan McKinnon breakaway in overtime and he scores. So the Avs win that one in overtime. All right. There we go. Uh, Robert agreeing with you here. It's just you, RJ. Nothing better in sports than NHL playoff hockey. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Just saying. Initials here, RJ. Uh, Coincidence? um, uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. Totally. Where were you at 9.52 p.m., RJ? (laughs) You have no idea. Remember when I muted the mic to cough a few times? I was actually just uh, typing the comment. Yep. I uh, wonder if the crack had listened to NHL radio today from Phil. Am I missing something there? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Let us on know. NHL radio today. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, down below here. Basically everyone on there saying Kraken are the weakest team. Everyone wants to play. <laughs> I mean, let them, let them doubt them. Let, let them that? doubt. I can't imagine that. Like I get it. They're a wild card team. Like they're a little worse, like whatever. I get that. Um, but how could you not look at at perennial like five and five in their last ten Winnipeg or Calgary and be like, yeah, no, I actually want them, like because I would, like I would want those yeah. teams over the Kraken. Whatever, whatever team limps into that last spot, that's what you want. Yeah, uh, Daniel, does killing a double minor count as killing two separate penalties? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yep. Yep. Uh, props to Pedersen for that first goal. That was beautiful from Gary. I know it was it was a good one. <laughs> uh let's see um 
Mariners outscored the Kraken tonight. <laughs> That's gonna be that could be a fun game for everyone to kind of keep track of this season. As uh, Mariners versus Kraken, that'd be interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I Kraken had the uh, edge. No, what, what was the opening night score? Was it three nothing? Yes, for the Mariners. So crack, yeah, and yeah. the Kraken won four one. So they had the edge yeah. there. Interesting to keep track. Yeah. Uh, let's see from uh, Al here. Greetings from Edmonton. Do you guys still want us in the first round? Just asking. Well, I was just going to say our last episode of the deep dive, we rank all the teams, all six potential playoff opponents for the Kraken and who we want. And no, Edmonton is not ranked number one as the most desired opponent. Uh, no. In, no, no, in no. fact, uh, quite the opposite for you there, Dylan. Yes, I actually had them all the way at the at the bottom. They're the least that I want. Uh, Lindsay, the Kraken are saving their fighting mitts for the Arizona game on Thursday that I will be attending. Woohoo! Um, I still, I'm, I'm not convinced we're going to see much in that. I don't know. I think yeah, it's the potential, I, I think it's but... I, certainly the Kraken aren't going to instigate anything. I don't think they're looking for any kind of retribution. Uh, much like in this game, they're just looking to take care of business on the scoreboard. But. You know, if the Coyotes get frustrated again and, and try and start stuff, um, I, Kraken certainly aren't going to take that lying down. I mm -hmm. think they, they showed that last game. Oh, definitely. Uh, Phil asking, how come Haxtell doesn't get any love for the Jack Adams trophy? He won't win it, but he deserves some love for the season the Kraken has had. I mean, you you've been saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I think he does. Um, and and yeah, he should be talked about more for it. I think it's an unfortunate year for him where there are a lot of coaches in newer locations that are also doing very well that have had good turnarounds. I mean, look, Montgomery's going to run away with it and, and he probably yeah. should given the season that Boston is having. So I think that's kind of overshadowed everything too. I feel like there hasn't been a whole lot of Jack Adams talk just because of that, because I think there's mm -hmm. kind of a, a clear winner there this year, but yeah, Haxtell absolutely does deserve uh, more conversation on that. And I think when the Kraken finally clinch a playoff berth, maybe that's when it'll start and people will have to accept, okay, yeah, they are making the playoffs. This was a really great turnaround. Yeah, definitely. And then your burner account here. Uh, Ron okay. Francis has a tremendous had a tremendous offseason as GM. I got to think Francis could have a chance at the GM of the year award just because of the, the massive leap from last year to this year. Yeah, I think it's certainly possible. Um, <laughs> yeah, that does sound like my burner. Um, but yes, yeah, so Ron Francis definitely does uh, deserve a lot of credit for the moves he made in the offseason, almost every single one uh, working and still being able to do it without, uh, you know, kind of blowing through any giant contracts given out. He, he didn't go out and, and sign, a, a you know, a Philip Forsberg or a, a Johnny Gaudreau, you know, to do this mm -hmm. stuff. It's been just the right ads in the right places. So I think he will be talked about for that award. Yeah. Uh, TBK Sprong is great, but sometimes makes silly little goofs, turning the puck over on one on three instead of chipping the puck deep some games ago or today when he left that puck all alone and no one picked it up. Okay. We talked about this, that drop pass on that last power play. Um, I don't think that that's on Sprong. I think that's on everybody else, not making a single move towards the puck until it was almost too late. Exactly. That, that is on everybody that a play like that is never on one player, because if you take the screenshot, I grabbed the screenshot of it. You have it. Nobody is looking at the puck. Everyone's just looking in some other direction. Think, Oh, you got it. You got it. You got it. Um, thankfully it didn't turn any, into anything too bad, but I, I just think it was funny at this point. It was, it was funny. It was just kind of one of those like, all right guys, we know the game is like almost over, but boy, um, 11 downstream. Uh, I know uh, Francisco Aquilini, right? That's how it's 
pronounced. Yep. Right. Yeah. Is cheap, but it sure did, uh, sure looked like the ice wasn't zamboni for the start of the third. We talked about that for the second. The ice looked yeah. really bad. It did. And for a number of reasons, too, both teams felt like had trouble uh, kind of threading the needle on certain passes, especially on the power play. You noticed it uh, where the puck was bouncing around a lot on the teams. Yeah, you'd expect the ice to be better in Vancouver. I don't know mm -hmm. what the issue was. Usually, I, I think, seem to recall it's pretty good. Yeah. And the, the the lively end boards, that would be the other thing. Oh, Obviously, that's that doesn't, you know, you if they want that, that's fine. But uh, yeah, both then, teams that was, play with them. That's whatever. But yeah. Man. That was that was it was a lot there. Um, so excited to see playoff Yanni from Jake. Me too. Oh my gosh, RJ, we get playoff Yanni again. Remember how fun that was for those Tampa teams? Now we get that. I know. Just watching those games from from Tampa too, thinking, all right, crack and get to take one of these guys. Um, and to think that it was possibly Yanni Gord, and that's who it ended up being. Uh, we get to see him turn that on and playoff Brandon Tanev too. The Kraken have a lot of playoff performers that we just didn't get to see really do their thing yeah. last season because the Kraken just didn't get that far. But we're about to see. We're about to find out what they can do. Yep, definitely, definitely. Uh, Robert, I thought this was supposed to be the Vancouver Canucks year. Yep, and next year it was supposed to be their year, and the year after that, and the year after yep. that. That's the way it goes. Um, let's see. 11 downstream. I listen to a lot of Canadian sports radio. Tomorrow all they will say is how bad the Kraken are. <laughs> certainly yep. sounds like vancouver area radio that's for sure <laughs> um Lindsay, sharks just hate bedard i'll be happy to keep him out of the pacific but anaheim is still in play for him i mean technically the sharks are still in play for him too i think right yeah i mean they'll have a lottery spot but man they had the top odds just about a week ago and they've already gone down to the the fourth or fifth spot yeah. um just by winning some meaningless games the sharks cannot do anything right no, they just can't. Uh, but great to see the Mariners and Kraken still coordinating their wins and losses. Maximum happiness and sadness is really evil. Definitely, definitely helps when they can even that out. Uh, Calgary also went 4-0 without Chris Tanev and lost to Chicago's first game back. <laughs> go. Fun one there from, from Daniel. Uh, when, when Burakovsky is ready to go, does Hack ease him in via the fourth line? That's an interesting question. I guess it would depend on if it's the regular season or playoff time, probably. Right. Regular season wise, I could see him maybe ease in on the fourth line just as to not get so many minutes or even maybe put him on that second line spot, probably where they, they want him to go, but have somebody else take his shifts every now and again, just to keep the ice time low. But mm -hmm. yeah, if it's, if it's playoff time, maybe you'll see one game of easing in, but if he's back and playing in playoff yeah. games, he's going to be going for it. Oh, definitely. Uh, James, I'm just thinking back about all our shootout games this year. We are 0-4 in them, and I honestly don't think we've scored once in them. Would love an extra point or two right now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that would mean like, you know, potentially clinching tonight, something like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I think the Kraken have one shootout goal this year, maybe two. Right. It's no more than two. I know in the last few shootouts, they don't have any. You've got to go back toward the start of the year. Um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, have the answer. You... OK, how many is it? One. OK, it's one. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But you know what? Like, thankfully, looking at, at where they'd be just two points better. Yes, it does mean clinching tonight. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to change their standings position. They, they're kind of mm -hmm. locked in pretty much this first wild card spot. Yeah. So. By the end of the season, I don't think it's going to matter a whole lot. No, probably not. And that one made attempt was Jordan Eberle. One for four mm. on the season. So. That's why they keep having him shoot. <laughs>
Yeah, that's why he's the, literally the only one who can score. Um, Nathan, why does ESPN pick us against the Coyotes and Ducks? It's a very good question. Uh, also from Nathan, man, and the Mariners are off Thursday, so no root conflict bummer. Oh, it's a bummer all the way around. Uh, let's see. Nashville game will be ending when the Kraken game starts on Thursday. Cool. So we'll know. We'll kind of know. Um, it's a good thing to bring up there, Gary. Appreciate that. Lindsay, yeah, it's the possible the Kraken could have clinched basically at that point once that yeah. Nashville game ends. Definitely. Uh, smartest move I ever made was somehow winding up with tickets to all these ESPN national broadcast games so I don't have to miss out on John JT and the Root crew. Yeah, if you could pull that off, good on you. Definitely smart move there, Lindsay. Uh, TBK, as an ESPN viewer on the East Coast, I weirdly do love it because I work overnights in my job. Gives me something to watch at work. Sorry for the West Coast viewers, though. Uh, it's rough, and the post-game lives get rough, too. <laughs> that's, that's the one yep. thing. I'm, uh, <laughs> I am not a night owl, so this is rough on me. Um, Scott, if anyone from the community hitting up Vegas game on the 11th, let me know. Let's hook up for some beers and go cracking uh, street chants. Oh, that would be fun on that section there, RJ, that with like the outside oh, bars there, try to get some let's go cracking going that'd be cool yeah. and and i'll be there for that game uh on the 11th too so it'll be cool to see the kraken fans uh visiting for that one yeah daniel national people don't watch the kraken games just look at stats yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> probably daniel also putting jack adams trophy is a death sentence daryl sutter won it last year interesting i'd have to go back and see if that really is kind of the case right I'm looking this up real quick. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. Um, yeah, do you have it? Uh, Broad Brindamore the year before, so he's fine. Bruce Cassidy the year well, before that, though. I was going to say, you could argue that, that you know, Brindamore, the, the teams have underperformed in the playoffs. Yeah, well, Bruce Cassidy the year before, so uh, he's no longer working for Boston. Barry yeah. Trotz the year before that. So yeah. he's not in the same spot anymore, although that's more his his choosing than anything. Yeah. Gerard Gallant the year before that. <laughs> so, you know, with, with Vegas's run. So maybe it's Tortorella the year before that. <laughs> maybe. Maybe there is something to this. Yeah, well, we'll see if Daryl Sutter's out of Calgary at the end of next season, because it sounds like there's about a year delay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, Kraken are three and one versus the Mariners this season. Also from Daniel Nathan. Hopefully, Mariners and Kraken both score like five to seven from here on out. Yeah, they'll probably get it done in both sports, most nights so. anyway. Uh, Tammy, nice to hear Berkey was skating again, definitely, and he looked pretty good too. Um, he did definitely like seeing that. Uh, just shot down on me, man. The Oilers are gonna uh, are gonna mess around and win the division, huh? <laughs> Nathan. It's possible, still possible, uh, yeah. As, playing the Kings uh, right now, that's a big game for, for the division yeah. stuff. Has has there been sufficient stream liking tonight from Striatic? It's a good question. I technically can't see it, but yeah, I, I think. All right, I'm let sure me check. Is. Also, Everybody's the Oilers have, have beaten the Kings. I didn't realize that game was already over. Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, we got 54 is... likes in here from what I can see. All right, 105 still active in here watching right now. This yeah, could be a little, little room. Yeah, yeah, a little room. Uh, Lindsay Studs, Turbo Maddie, and Yanni Duds. When he's six pims for not controlling his stick. Geeky's turnovers, though he did draw a few key penalties. And Froden the friendly ghost. <laughs> I hate it because that's accurate and good. It is. <laughs> I know, did not notice him at all. I noticed him one time, and it was just because I was like, okay, there he is, and this is the line he's on. <laughs> that was like the first shift of the game for him, and never again. 
How much ice time do you think he had, RJ? Oh, um, care to guess? Eight minutes. You, well, first off, do you think it was the least amount of anybody on the team? Prob no. Well, I, I, no. I think there's gonna be like one, like Donato or someone lower than him. I don't know. All right, those are the only two players to not get to double digits, but Donato still like almost doubled <laughs> up on him. Froned four fifty six. Okay, that explains it. Less than five minutes of ice time. I think he played that one shift at the beginning, and that was about it. He said, peace. <laughs> Went back he to the played, locker room. He, he played for less time than Wenber gave the Canucks power play time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> With high sticking. Oh, man, that's wild. Sorry, Froden. You don't deserve it, but, like, it's just funny. <laughs> uh stratic i just want to see playoff andre burakovsky yeah after the performance he had with the avalanche last year eight points in 12 games it was incredible yeah definitely we'll see what uh, he can do yep good night pablo donnie dylan rj and chad just got caught up with the win i'm so happy for our boys for putting the foot on the gas and shooting like savages sign ellie to a three-year deal right now ellie's two-way game and his shot is awesome get the deal done ronnie I know. I can't wait. Um, whenever the season can't over, even do it yet. Cause this contract just goes till next year too. I know. I, I there's so many like contract ideas and thoughts I have RJ, we just got to get to like the off season so we can like use that as the content. <laughs> oh, right. I'm so excited. Right. Um, Rooting for the Predators to win so we can have a dramatic clinching moment from a box. Oh, interesting. Uh, not going to hey, make, you know what? I, I agree with that. I, I don't, I don't want the Kraken to have clinched before the game. I just want it to be a win. You clinch, uh, leave it to, to them to do it themselves. Yeah, it does make it more special. And it also helps because, you know, you're just playing the Coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> <That'll>, <laughs> they were playing Vegas, RJ. I don't know. Like, oh, agree. Yeah, maybe, maybe get the <laughs> loss in here. But yeah, I mean, a Calgary win tomorrow would also would also do that. So where they can't totally clinch, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I, this is why I don't even bother. I just go. What happens? happens oh no, they they still. It. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, I think they. Anyway, can they? Uh, let me look at the Calgary schedule. So, I mean, Calgary plays um, Winnipeg tomorrow. Yeah. Let's so if see. they beat if they beat Winnipeg tomorrow, then the Kraken would need to win the clinch because they need they they need to be a, a go over Nashville, but also Calgary because Calgary yeah. can still get to can nine, to ninety five points. Kraken have ninety four. So yeah, unless unless Calgary loses, because they could still get to ninety five, the Kraken lose there at ninety four. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. TBK actually made a fun little vid for the eventual clinch with all these media people's freezing cold takes on the Kraken this year. Gives me a good Ooh. giggle every time I view it. Can't wait to clinch. Ooh, I I hope that will be made public for for everyone. TBK, maybe I would love to see that. Unless we're part of that, because we did not. Oh, uh, both man. of we us totally could them, be didn't have them making the playoffs, but uh, also we've been you know on board with defending them basically since you know game one. So just remember that. Be kind. <laughs> <laughs> we've been ahead of the curve, I think. As far I as... I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Donnie, super studs from uh, uh, and Lindsay. I was so pumped for Yanni and Turbo for scoring those incredible goals. Happy for Maddie to get an empty netter. Definitely love love Maddie getting in there. Um, yeah. Froden still managed to get a point from Stratic. <laughs> Did he? Was that on the Gord goal? I think it was on the Gord goal. It he yes, it, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that. That was that. Says that's true. That's what happened. Was he got that because I was late in the first, and then he just walked off. I did I did my, <laughs> my job. job. It's up to you guys to finish this thing. 
How baller. Uh, I think Tolvanen has two more seasons under contract from Jake. No, it's just next year, right? Yeah, just next year. Yeah. So it's this season and next season. But then he's an RFA, I believe. So he yeah, still has then they, they still control. got the team control on him. Yeah. So they're they're set. Yeah, TBK. Yeah, it would be one point needed if Calgary wins. Cool. Uh, Donnie, Eberly for captain over Yanni. I believe this will absolutely happen. Who has been calling it all year long? Dylan, RJ, or someone in chat? It's been me. It's been me. I, I'm, I've been on the Everly for captain train. Um, I will lead that. I don't think anybody else in chat has really been on board with that. Um, but I, I'd still call it. He, he, if they're going to name one that's not Maddie Beneers, it should be him. Well, I was just going to say, I'm on Maddie. Scott's with me here, it looks like. it's. I, I just really feel that. Yeah, um, Maddie Beneers will be captain of the Kraken one day. It's just, yeah. yeah. If it's really? anybody else, it should be Everly. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, national people just think we're new with no playoff experience and don't realize we have some stone cold playoff killers. That is true. I mean, we got some big time guys. We talked about them already. Burakovsky, Yanni, um, Brandon Tanev. I mean, these are all guys who have who have done that, who have put the death nail, that final nail in the coffin against other teams before in the past. We have watched it happen. Uh, Kraken are right there with them. It's just a matter of can they get you know the the newer guys to the playoff scene. To also get it done. How does the Maddie Beneers look? How does the goaltending hold up? All that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's the the point is this this Kraken team is not going to go down without a fight. And that's really all that we care about. I feel like because we've we've liked that about them all year long. Even in the games that they've lost, we've talked about their effort level. That's been their identity, and um, I, I see no reason why that wouldn't continue off into the playoffs. Right. The one thing we could be sure of is they're not going away quietly. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Scott agreeing, listening to Wit and Biz say the same and shake my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bach, who do you guys think will be at the core the core players of the Kraken in two to three years? So we talked about this a little bit in the um, Release the Fans with Gary, which is the January mm-hmm. edition of Release the Fans. Um, but like, you know, Matty Beneers, obviously, Shane Wright, for sure. Uh, Vince Dunn, those, those would be the ones. Philip Grubauer, because that contract goes forever. <laughs> yeah they'll they'll be there um did you mention jared mccann already uh no and yes jared mccann that's yep. that's the other one yeah those are those are definitely going to be the core pieces that the crack will be building around and you know uh burkowski's going to be under contract like other guys will still be there and around under contract but i think as far as like the guys you're really really building around it'll be that other group um yep. donnie's so happy that ellie has two more years under contract what a steal thanks for the knowledge yeah well one more than team control but yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh becca that's why yanni's our captain always onboarding new players <laughs> he is good with that he is really yeah. good with that yeah um tbk will be on another channel i'll share when released if you all would like and you're safe and not part of it yes there we go but i can always add a freezing take if you'd like just send me your best well yeah i'll no <laughs> no we're good we're good <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're good. Uh, Yachty for C first, and then Maddie B will be one day becomes Maddie C. Yes. Oh, Maddie I like for, that. I like that. All right, that's I, the headline I'm using when <laughs> when it happens. Definitely. Uh, it's Maddie for C, the heart of the group chat. Lol from Ty. That's right. <laughs> Only one in there. 
I just love the idea. Like if I'm him, I just keep doing that. And then I'd start texting like earlier and earlier, like four 30 in the morning, like set up an, a bot to text out spam everybody in the morning. Just, just to do it. Just be like, good if you morning, don't... everyone. How you know. doing? Yep. I'm out here working hard, you know, getting the, getting the pump on early, all that stuff as he's really sleeping in bed. Love it. That's what I would do. I, I feel like Borgen would call him out on that. Be like, look, I see you, we're roommates. I see you sleeping. <laughs> but then but then Borgen would have to do it on the group chat. And is he really mm. going to be the next guy to jump on board on the group chat? Do you want to be that guy? You know what I mean? It's kind of the perfect setup. It's kind of the perfect <laughs> setup. <laughs> uh, McCann Veneers Everly is my favorite line by far, and it's not even close. I miss them whenever they leave the ice. That's from Lindsay. We need a good nickname for that line. Is there yeah. one? And I'm forgetting it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Just hey, that'd be a good line. thing. That'd be a good thing for me to ask of when uh, when mm-hmm. they get back. Yes, definitely. That would just <laughs> add it to the list. I feel like we've gotten a lot of good things tonight. Uh, yeah, because I know also uh, Beniers and Eberly sit right next to each other in the room, so it'd be easy to get their their takes for a name, mm-hmm. uh, kind of together. Which is that's when it works best. You want them together. You don't want to ask them separately. Uh, oh, and yeah. Then maybe we'll, Try McCann's over on the other side of the room, but maybe we could uh, drag him over there and try and brainstorm. Definitely. Um, let's see here, Daniel. When when the Mariners clinched last year, the Orioles won earlier that day, so the M's had to beat the A's. This led to one of the most memorable Seattle sports moments. Very true, Daniel. Very very true, and that's kind of you know what we were all thinking. I think. Yeah. Who will be the Cal Raleigh of the uh, the Seattle Kraken? I mean, the narrative is certainly trying to set it up that it's going to be Daniel Sprong, but that's why when it's Froden, it's going to be even more epic. Yeah, you know, Froden. Well, yeah, they three fifty three of ice two time. points. Froden in the shootout, three fifty three of ice time, but he gets the shootout winner. I'm still yep. on this train. Froden for shootout. <laughs> Let's go! Oh my gosh, that'd be incredible. That would be so good. Um, let's see uh oh man everybody's spam with the with the line things here i love it i love it i love it um tolby gord Berkey, also an excellent line but mccann and maddie are my two favorite players right now from Lindsay. there um joey's the uh, thunderbirds are winning their series in the whl yeah and they'll probably win the next one pretty handily too that t-birds team is stacked um mock froden hat trick yes in his three minutes goal a minute help out that goals per <laughs> 60 catch up to mccann Yep, there you go. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. Uh, let me go through these MBE line, <laughs> big big energy from Lindsay. <laughs> Maybe, pr- probably not. Workshop <laughs> that one a little bit. Probably not. Milo, the father ebbs, the son Maddie, and the Holy Spirit and Canner. Yes, I love the Trinity it, line. I love it. Somebody's got to go. send that to Medeiros too. Yes, I, I feel like that gets some approval there. Um, any line that has Tanavon is my favorite. It's a good, good pick there, Phil. Off the top of my head, the McClutch line from Donnie. That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, when do the Clatch and Clinch a spot? Potentially Thursday, Carter, depending on how both the Kraken's game goes and Nashville. Um, but Thursday would be the day. Um, let's see. Striatic, who has the biggest dumper on the Kraken? Why are you asking this question, Striatic? Well, I asked who's the Cal Raleigh of the Kraken. So that's, oh, that's there, true. There is. That's what it is. Well, then so. you know what? Vince Dunn, I think. Oh, you think so? Yeah. 
Hmm. All right. Do you not think? Do you not agree? All right. Are you not going to say that's? You're not just going to stay out of this? All right. I, I don't have an obvious name. I just wouldn't think Vince Dunn. I, he's with the biggest thighs. That's why I'm assuming it continues mm, okay. upwards from there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, TVK, may I ask a strange question? Does anyone else think McCann looks like Matt Smith, the actor? I see it a little bit. I, yeah, I, see I can see bit. that yeah. too. I could see that a little bit. Yeah. Let me think of. He's got like the same facial shape and then the longer hair, especially when I feel like that thought hair. has occurred in my brain at some point before, but then I've just yeah. let go of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Carter, I mean, as a Spokane Chiefs fan, but I would not be surprised if the T-Birds make a run for the cup. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, I mean, they're trying. Everyone's they, prepared they, for it. They're yeah. geared up for it. Um, let's see. Daniel Sprong is a big dumper, in my opinion. Lindsay. <laughs> uh, Sprong would not be a bad answer. Lars isn't a big answer either. Um, Stray Attic, I figured Lars or Jamie just proportionally. <laughs> TVK at this Bowie. point of the post Bowie game. is the answer, yeah. Okay, yes, Bowie. Yep, yep. All right, discussion closed. That's there true. There we go. Yep. Easy, agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Definitely, definitely. Yes, we got that. We got to that point of the of the of the post game live. RJ, <laughs> we did it. Um, let's see. Uh, got any last questions? Everybody, we'll throw those in here. Uh, otherwise, I mean, yeah, we're we're close up on the hour here. Just a phenomenal game from the Kraken. Another two points. You know, another five goals from five different players showcasing the depth in this one, RJ special teams improving. Like this is just one of those. I just feel like, you know, April was supposed to be a down month, but it's just not like the team is just playing fantastic right now. Yeah. They're playing great hockey and, and kind of building up too, as far as one game to the next. And I think this is the exact time of year you have to do that. And I just love it too, where the win tonight sets up just puts it on a tee yep. to go out and clinch on thursday at home in front of the home crowd and the fans um and especially with a team that's you know kind of struggled at home this year uh, as opposed to how they've done on the road i think this would go a long way uh in just showing they can get stuff done at home and to clinch on home ice would just be a huge moment uh one that i think we would never forget uh you know anyone following the oh, bracket yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Cannot wait for Thursday. Uh, yeah, uh, let's see here in the in the last second if anybody sent anything in here. Uh, crack it, get Tyler Johnson from Chicago, not only because he's a former chief, but also played with Yanni in Tampa. I, I'd have to see how he's been playing this year. I haven't paid too much attention, but uh, back in the day, I was a big Tyler Johnson fan. Yeah, he had he had some great stuff going in Tampa when he was there. Yeah. Uh, Phil, is it a foregone conclusion that Gru starts the playoffs? Yeah, I think so. If he's healthy, yes. Yeah, definitely. It's that simple. Milo, they took March off to make sure we have a good April and May. I like it. I'm on board with that. I'm totally <laughs> yep. on board with that. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for this one. Big shout out to Queen Anne Beer Hall as well for sponsoring. We will see you all next time. <laughs>